eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story. And one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons the world are charging in fact wasabi is up to 80 percent less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data from wasabi's ai enabled intelligent media storage wasabi air to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals data deletion and ransomware wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data wasabi another boston-based channel championship team yeah there should be some passion this doesn't have to be boring 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 okay one thing the game needs is more people like you 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 still have grown men run around tight pants it's mookie betts it's daniel bard it's steve aoki there's salt lamakia this is brock Holt. hey this is john lester baseball is baseball baseball isn't boring welcome to baseball isn't boring here's your host rob radford all right it's a baseball isn't boring on the go yep Seems like a good time to do one. We had a great podcast. We've had a great week across the board once again. Tori Lovello, Zach Gallen, Power Rankings with producer Evan, uh, Matt McLean, Sam Dykstra talking about prospects, and, of course, Joey Votto today, who's better, and Tristan Casas talking about his, his, his idolizing Joey Votto. And including in that podcast is Heim Bloom. And the topic for conversation with Major League Baseball has been a lot about the Tampa Bay Rays. It should have been. They're on a historic pace. They just win, they just win, they just win. So I wanted to ask an executive, chief baseball officer of the Boston Red Sox, Heim Bloom, who was with the Rays since 2005, what is the secret sauce? What is the secret? Well, 
We ask him that. We get to the bottom of how he sees, perceived the Rays organization, both from the inside looking in and the outside looking in and the outside looking out, whatever it is. But Heimblum offers the kind of perspective, having been there and now having competed against him, like that you aren't just aren't simply going to get. Like I said before in the podcast earlier today, I have one request. Subscribe to the podcast. All right, baseball isn't boring. Hope everybody enjoys. If in case you didn't hear it the first time, here you go. I'm blown. All right, you used to work for the race, correct? That's correct. All right, just want to confirm that Wikipedia is never wrong. Um, so I, the simple question is sort of what what makes having been there so long. And every, every single year, we sort of try to figure this out. How are they doing this? And every single year, probably including this year, a lot of people said, well, this is the year, this is the year, this is the year it goes awry. In a simplistic form, and I know that that's not a th- possible, but from your, if someone said to you, say, how do they do things? Why are they successful? What would be the things that jumped to mind for you? Yeah, I mean, look, I, you know, first of all, um, you know, it's probably not my place to talk too much about them because I'm not there anymore. But I will say that, you know, uh, n- none of what's happened since I left is a surprise to me. Uh, obviously, there was a lot of hard work that went into setting the stage for that. And there's continued to be by the group over there a ton of hard work to keep it going. Um, I-, I would point to the same thing that I think is underneath almost any consistent success in this business or probably any business. It starts with people and culture. Um, the caliber of the people there is incredible. Uh, they work together exceptionally well. The tone, you know, top to bottom is set the right way. The alignment is good. Everybody is pulling on the same end of the rope. Um, you know, these are actually not sophisticated concepts. They're really simple things that mm-hmm. that organization uh, tends to do really well. Mm-hmm. That's a credit to a lot of people there. And, it, it, you know, like I said, top to bottom, everybody in the organization is pulling on the same end of the rope. Did you see that evolve as you were there? Yeah. I mean, one of the things, you know, obviously having continuity with good people is really helpful. Um, and a culture, once you build it, uh, it takes work. You have to, you know, it's it's like a plant. You have to keep watering it. But uh, you can sustain a culture once it's built and, and keep a lot of the good things going, just like it's happened here over the years with a lot of the things that have been constants here because of a lot of the people who established it and who have kept it going. Um, it changes over time. The people change. Um, what you have to do to win and succeed in today's game changes a lot over time. But... Yeah, you know, and, and you you uh, you have to challenge what you think you know, and be willing to adjust, and sometimes reinvent yourself. You know, we in the time I was there, we went through some highs and lows, and sometimes when uh, it felt like we had it all figured out, and then sometimes when the game humbled us and we mm-hmm. had to readjust. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's part of the game. But um, when you have people that work together well whose hearts are in the right place, they care about the right things, it becomes a lot easier to do that. It's a really high-trust environment, um, and people are focused on the things that are most important. Obviously, a big part of the continuity and the foundation is the manager. And Kevin Cash, am I wrong? He's the longest tenure manager or close to uh, it, right? Good question. I don't know close off the to top it. of my head. So it's I remember, been a while now. I remember, I remember, I've known him for a while. I'm going back to when he's played here. 
and obviously he was I believe he was the bullpen coach in Cleveland yep and so you you have a unique perspective of this I remember the thing I remember about it was that the Cleveland people had a dress rehearsal for him do you know what the, 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 the he had a dress rehearsal with the whole getting dressed up and everything and going through the interview and it, I think he might have also interviewed at Texas he right? did, yeah. yeah, he did. Um, he was kind of a, a dark horse uh, finalist yeah. in the in the Rangers process, and that actually really got him on our radar. We knew Cashy a little bit because he had played for us too over there uh, before he came here, right? And uh, so we knew the person, but probably would have thought of him as maybe a little too green for that type of gig uh, gig just yet. You know, had we not gotten this strong endorsement, you know, from the Rangers folks that hey, this this guy was really impressive. Really, in so the so that was a you know he, he was on our radar yeah. because we knew him, and you know, look, obviously it's just, we see the same thing here uh, with AC. Um, the, the, there's it's hard to find someone better to learn under than Tito, right? And you know, I think it's funny Tito had one of the great lines you know when thinking about that 07 team about having future managers on many future managers yeah. on that 07 team yeah. and you know I think people knew it even then about about Alex about Cashy mm-hmm. that these guys were going to have a really bright post playing mm-hmm. future and I, I know mean, Tito when Kyle he was asked Kyle Snyder was like, yes, uh, like the pitching coach Kyle and, there yeah. too and you know I know Tito was something words to this effect where he was asked you know did you ever think of uh, Kevin Cash as a future manager and he said yeah every time I watched him hit <laughs> yeah. So, so when you so you get you he does the interview with the Rangers and then gets on your radar and now he, he goes through the dress rehearsal with Cleveland um, and is it just uh, when you got in the room with them they're like oh wait a second we have to look at this guy maybe a little bit differently. Um, our first interview with him was actually over the phone and he did a great job and it's funny you talk about the dress rehearsal because um, you know there were a couple answers where I'm thinking especially now knowing him where now I know like okay you were coached up pretty good that's a good answer but there's no way that wasn't rehearsed (laughs) but when we did bring him in face to face and spend a day with him that's where the person shone through the authenticity of the person which to me is so important in a manager Um, there's a lot of different ways to be a good manager a good leader in this game you cannot do it without being authentically yourself Mm. and it was just a really comfortable day um you know, the conversation was great, but um, you just walked away feeling like you really knew who this guy was and you really wanted him in your foxhole. Well, you, then it comes back to the foundation of wanting continuity, and you when you that's a leap of faith. First of all, you're taking a leap of faith, right? But when you take that leap of faith, you guys dove in three feet first with, I believe it was a five-year deal, right? I mean, this was like, but that was probably what you wanted to do, right? You're like, hey, if we're going to commit, we're going to commit. Yeah, yeah. Um, You know, that's part of it. And, you know, obviously, uh, in some ways, it's a different gig in a place like that than it is in Boston, Mm. which makes it a little easier to take a chance on somebody who, on paper, might have looked like he didn't have enough coaching experience, managerial experience, whatever it is. But still, you know, managing in the big leagues is managing in the big leagues. And you got to remember, he was stepping into some pretty big shoes, too. Uh, that job was open under some pretty unique circumstances. Right. Uh, so at the end of the day, you have to believe that this guy can handle it. And to me, if, you, if you're in, you, you're in. And you should give him everything you can to, to make it 
work and not only did we feel like we had the right guy but we felt like uh, under those circumstances it made sense uh, to make that commitment do you, a lot has been made whenever a campus is involved in cash and probably because of the, it was put on such a big stage in the World Series about the communication between the front office and the manager but really yeah you can take that one instance but overall 98% of it is a positive because you look at the win total how much how much has that evolved and how much have you learned about because we've talked about this is you can have all the stuff from the front office but it has to be translated back and forth like how much is that a big part of their success yeah i think they do a great job of that like i said a lot of this stuff isn't rocket science it's relationships and communication uh it's alignment clarity um you know everybody being on the same page um I've always felt in this game, for as complicated as some things are behind the scenes, sometimes, in fact, maybe a lot of the time, the best way to win is to do simple really, really well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, you know, it's not just them, obviously, you know, a lot of good organizations, including here, when, when things are going well, it's because you're doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're not overcomplicating things. You're making things simple for people. You're giving players clarity and confidence. And if they understand who they are, they're going to perform better on the field. Mm-hmm. Every organization's different. So I'm not going to just say, oh, well, how, how close are you to becoming the Rays? Because that's not what you want to be. You want to be your version of whatever you've learned. And that probably is uh, Andrew Friedman, that's whoever, or maybe other people that you've come across. But how close are you, you feel like it is a process that you've gotten toward how you want to sort of implement the way that you envision Nirvana. Not Nirvana. There's never Nirvana. But you know what I mean. How close are you to like getting to the point where you feel like of all these things that I, I, I wanted to do, we're close to be doing. My nature is to always feel like we're nowhere close. Um, that's how I compete is by you know, constantly feeling like there's more to do. And obviously, like, given where we are, it's, I think everybody would agree that there's definitely more to do, you know, but I think also seeing a lot of the different contributions that have come from all sorts of places on the roster and some of the things that are happening both in the system and with young players coming to the big leagues, uh, coming in their own, you know, that we are headed in the right direction, but there's obviously still more to do. I, I think right now, the nature of the game is such that, it's a different game even than it was, uh, you know, three and a half years ago when I got here. Mm-hmm. So you're right. It's not about trying to be someone else. It's trying to be the best. And, and that means the only way to do that is to be the best version of yourself. So you take things in my, you know, you take things that you've learned. I, I take everything I've learned in my career, and I've learned a lot since coming here. And there's lessons that you learn uh, through success, mm. and there's lessons that you learn when things don't go well. Mm. And obviously, both before I came here and in the time since I've been here, there's been some of both. So for me, it, y- you should never be satisfied. Baseball is a game where emotionally, when when you're on a winning streak, right? We, we you know a few weeks ago we won eight. Yeah. When you're on one of those heaters, it feels like man, we are never going to lose. And then you go through a stretch like we've been in the past week, where it's very easy to feel like you know, oh God, how are we going to win a ball game? And it's the same group, right? Yeah. And the game is actually actually really rewards those groups. And I think our team has done a pretty good job of this. Um, that don't get sucked into that. They just focus on what's in front of them, and they just keep grinding and keep pushing. To me, like that relentlessness that I hope will continue to be a trait of this 2023 team is exactly what we need to bring as a front office, that we are always going to keep pushing. Mm-hmm. 
because the second you feel like you have this game figured out, the second you feel like you're quote unquote there, you're probably fooling yourself. And I think some of the organizations that have sustained a ton of success over time, you know, and we know who they are, they've done that because they don't feel like they're there. Mm-hmm. Because they keep pushing, because they're not satisfied, mm-hmm. um, that there's always more to do, and that's my mindset. That's that's the mindset that you know I want, uh, you know, from the people that that I work with. Is you know we are you don't take a single day in any of our jobs for granted Mm. and you better run through that bag every single time and we want that from the players we owe that to them and how we do our jobs the we talked about last year we talked about my job my profession and you said something i learned in the last three years you learned something new right I learned something new. Like it, the the world of media is evolving. We've talked about this. It's, it's nowhere near what it used to be, where you threw the newspaper against the window. So you had said in the last few years you you learned a lot. Give me something that you that you that jumps out of that you that you've learned. I can tell you what I've learned about page views. <laughs> but, but oh no, but, but sincerely, like what, what is something that jumps out? Um. You know what? I mean, this is something I, I expected, but just going through it, you know, you come to a new organization, um, people that are new to me, whether they're new to the organization or not, uh, an environment that's that's new and different, um, you know, just learning, um, learning what matters uh, and, you know, getting better and better at, at, at filtering out what doesn't matter what you shouldn't worry about in making a decision you know there's obviously in a market that is as much going on as ours does there's going to be more of that and in a new organization that takes time and uh, that's the thing I think I wake up every day being a little better at that than I was the day before yeah um, but again like you, you it's a good answer you but never, it's, it's not a lot easy to do yeah you never you, you never should feel like you have that figured out because it's like the League of Their Own quote. It's one of my it's one of my favorite baseball movies and one of my favorite oh, really? quotes. It's supposed to be hard. Oh, all right. If it was easy. There's everybody a lot of other quotes it. in that movie. I was yeah. going to jump out. Yeah, of no, it. there's yeah. plenty. But like, <laughs> you know, that is really how I feel about what we do. That's why, <clears throat> excuse me. That's why winning is so great because it's not easy, and that's the challenge. Like that's it, we're competitors in this game. Like that's what gets that's what gets us up in the morning. Is like. Yeah, it's good. This is going to be hard. Mm-hmm. That's what's going to make it awesome to be able to do it um, because there are lessons to learn every day. So it's about keeping your eyes and ears open, being confident in what you believe, but also being willing to constantly learn um, as you compete. Do you sense that this is going sort of going back to what we talked about before? Do you get sense that there's an ex- more of an acceptance in baseball to think um, non-traditionally and outside the ball? And the reason I ask that is because you have Tampa, you have the Orioles, you know, you have, you have, um, if you, there was a time where I could take the wild card rankings and especially in the National League, it's like, look at, here's the lowest payroll teams. They must be doing something right, you know, but do you think there's an acceptance more than ever to, to think, not just, not to think, hey, we're not going to spend money, but to think differently? Yeah. Um, and the way I see it, I think actually, in a like, a lot of people and a lot of organizations in this game have even moved beyond thinking about it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, 
They're only worried about winning. They're only worried about what works. They're not worried about whether it's traditional or non-traditional. They'll let somebody else debate that. Mm-hmm. The only thing they care about is this is going to is this going to help us win a ball game. Mm-hmm. And if it's non-traditional, if it's different, they're willing to do it. Um, that is definitely something that we emphasize when I was with the Rays. But it's really something that you know any organization I think can apply that mindset. It because ultimately, if you're focused on winning. Um, you should be willing to do, you know, anything that's legal and ethical that will get you there. And that may mean thinking differently. You don't want to be different just to be different. But mm-hmm. if something's different and you think it will help you win, mm-hmm. yeah, you should be willing to do it. And I think uh, most, if not every organization now, is more willing to do that than when my career started. Mm. Trade talk picked up yet? I have to ask about trade. It, it, it's always simmering it's a little bit, but it isn't, uh, nah. you know, obviously, like, the, the cadence of this, there there can be trades at this time of year, yeah. and, yeah, there's there's constant conversation. We try to be active. We try to constantly be checking in with 29 other clubs just to not miss an opportunity. The one thing, you know, some, most of the time those conversations don't lead anywhere. Sometimes a player you like gets moved and it wasn't going to be a fit for us or we couldn't match up, but you just don't want something to happen where uh, th- that you didn't know about, where, right. you, where you didn't know there was an opportunity. So that's um, what this is now more yeah, of like but obviously the draft's coming up too and there's a lot of focus on that and it's still um, it's still very early it doesn't yeah. feel like it but no, it is no. um, well now it's like I was talking to a, another GM about the draft being lumped in with the all-star game and being later he's like like that used to be our time off you know yeah, no longer. It's a lot but, of uh, stuff crunched in a couple yeah, of weeks. It is. Yeah, July is obviously now a super intense month. But, you know, sometimes where teams are, team needs, teams have injuries, or teams are getting healthier, those can spur things. I mean, for us, obviously, with Pablo, that was a very small instance of that. Mm-hmm. Um, we felt it made sense to look outside the organization for, you know, something that we could use. Um, our group did a great job identifying Pablo. Very small deal, obviously, but that's a microcosm of what can happen. Mm-hmm. Or conversely, a team can be in a situation where... Where, you know, some guys are returning, or there's someone that needs to come up from AAA, and it creates a surplus, and they might look to resolve that. And you just want to stay active in conversation, so you're so you know about those opportunities. Awesome, excellent job. Yeah, five for you. five. Thanks. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.